Okay, let's get back to the story and the memories of my mom. So, a year prior to her being murdered, she had a little girl. She had her on December 4th, 1992. No, 93. And I can remember day that I got the call that she was at a hospital on the north side of Chicago, Grand Hospital. This was a hospital that I used to attend meetings at when I first went into treatment. Yes, I had moved to the north side, far north. after being in treatment for nine months for my own illness. But after that, I moved north. Got a call. Someone said, your mom's in the hospital. She's having a baby. Granted, I knew she was going to have a baby because prior to that, I had just saw her months sitting in the back of a limousine with a black dress on. We were going to my grandmother's funeral. And I remember looking at her. She was no more than like six months pregnant. As I close my eyes now, I can't remember word for word what she said, but I know that she wanted something from me. I can still remember her eyes Beautiful, big, broad cheekbones and her hair. She had her hair. It was nice. She had on a black dress and she was pregnant. And as the limousine pulled up to the church where my mom, my grandmother attended for many years, We walked through the door, and there she was, laying there in her casket. My memory is very vague of this funeral, but I do remember my aunt, or my mother's aunt, who always called me her child, was cradling me as I cried because I miss my grandmother. The funeral was over. I can remember us in that limousine and me being dropped off. And that's it. After that, months later, my mom had a little girl, Kenya Naisha Wolf, was the name that I was able to give her when they called me. And I went up to the hospital. I remember taking my mom some clothes 
and then dropping her off to the projects at my aunt's house, Moth Randall. Now this aunt was very different. This was the same aunt that, um, as a young man or a little boy who put me out, I would never forget that day. But that's another story. But I dropped my mother off there and I headed home. For the next few days and it's cold, November, December, I will go up to this hospital to visit my sister. And I remember returning to the hospital and they're saying, your mother has not been up here to see her. And I understood why. I also remember them telling me that I couldn't see her anymore. And I think on December 7th was the last day I saw her. After that, I seen her no more until she was probably about eight or nine months. She had been adopted by a family, the Murphys, and Downers Grove. For a long time, I kept tabs on all of my brothers and sisters. There was times that I could pick up my mom. I'd get her dressed. She'd get her hair combed, her hair. She would go with me to visit her children on the south side. They would bring all of us together to foster homes, from their foster homes. And we all go to this one location and we'll see each other for about three, four hours, laugh and talk. There was this one particular time that I went to pick up my mom. She looked nice. She combed her hair. She put on something nice. She got in the car and she went with me. We drove to the south side of Chicago. We went into some building and in this building, there was a piano that was draped on the wall, seating. It's where we gathered. My mom and all nine of her kids. And we went to this one room. I remember Travail, Bobby, staring at each other. We have a photo of them. Those are my two brothers. They're probably a year apart. And I remember them both wanting to sit on our lap. I remember us gathering around my mom. And I can see she was happy. I also knew her pain. After about two or three hours of being there, it was time for us to go. 
He got in the car, dropped her back off to where she would normally go. See, the memories of my mom, there's many. And I have to make them all beautiful. There's one that was very special to me where I had this epiphany one day. I told myself I don't care what she did with the money. Because she was my mom and I loved her. And I remember driving down Madison Avenue looking for her. And I had a coat because it was winter. And I wanted to make sure she got it. It was a suede bomber jacket. Because I didn't want her to be cold in the street. And I had money I wanted to give. And I found her. And I gave her a coat. And I gave her money. And one of my friends, Stefan, was in a car with me. And he said to me, Wow. And you don't care what she does with it? And I remember saying, No. As long as I give it to her, I know that she'll be warm. She'll have the money to do whatever she want to do. And we drove off. I remember I got my first car, and I wanted her to see it. I had a Geo Metro. I drove it for her to see it. She said, I want to drive your car. And I said, no. <laughs> You can't drive my car. She's like, what do you mean I can't drive your car? You drove all of my cars and you ain't never had a license by this time I had. You know, got myself together. Knew that everyone that needed to drive a car needed license. So I told her she can't drive my car without driving wherever she wanted to go. And that really upset her. And I told her I would pick her up whenever she wanted to go somewhere. That was our argument. She wanted to drive my car without a license. And she was angry. But deep down inside, I knew she was very happy for me. And I remember the holiday, Thanksgiving, right before Christmas. I went to pick her up, but she couldn't come with me. And she said, make sure you tell my kids I said hi. And I said, you don't want to go? She said, no, I can't go. And that was in 1994. For Christmas. That was the last time I saw her. I want to take you guys back to when I first got my hair cut. I was probably six years old. It was me and my mom walking across the field. She walked us into the barber shop and sat us there. We had me and my brother. We had this big afros, and she cut all of my hair up. I remember her taking to me to my grandmother's house and saying, "If we enter the door." 
my grandmother was like, what'd you do to his hair? <laughs> Why you cut his hair off? I was sad. She was my mom. I vaguely remember my brother. I never wanted him there anyway. But somehow, my memory of him is like, because I always cut him out. I only remember myself. There are small times in my mind where I apply him <laughs> to that story because when we were little, I didn't want him. But he always popped up. See, with my brother, he had a father. And his father had people. And he would go there. But I never, as a little boy, I didn't have a father. So my mother was my mom, not his. So a lot of my memories excluded him. Like the time she bought me these blocks, thousands of blocks to build whatever I want. I do remember her buying us these beautiful sleds, red, these gold trimmings. It was for the holiday. I think it was one of the biggest snowstorms in Chicago. But this Christmas, we unwrapped these sleds and they were beautiful. We had matching sleds. I didn't want him to have one. But you know, he was my brother. Sometimes I wanted him in my life, sometimes I didn't. Like the time we took family pictures, you know, we had on the same uniform. <laughs> it was so funny. With our afros, I still didn't want him around because he wanted to sit on my mom's lap and I didn't want him to. I have some fun memories of my mom. The beautiful ones. The ones where we took long walks through the woods and got lost. Or the time she would sit us down in the kitchen floor and in her apartment and feed us with our hospital gowns on. All those memories, all those time we spent together. As a little boy, I still remember when it all started to fade away. when things started to go south. And those are some of the memories of my mother. 